It's bonus time, where Honored Athletics LLC would allow us to present to you the audio version of their weekly Friday night YouTube series. Let's get to it and see what the crew has in store this week. You are tuned in to Athletics LLC with Lamar, Lucius, Big League Chew, and my man Clyde. You're about to be schooled in all things track and field. This is experience. Yes, sir. We are talking past, past present, present, future. future. Y'all listen up. Let's go. And it's recording day. Yay. Happy Athletics LLC day. Yay. <laughs> See, Deliria at its best. It's starting to wind wow. down now. <laughs> Anyhow. Y'all Welcome still not tired. We are. We are. You have no clue. No clue. I mean, maybe, but. So uh, we are here again. Five Tiles bringing you another fun episode of Athletics LLC. Easy for you to say. I know that my, my I'm getting tongue tied, but I'm, I'm going to say it now so that we don't forget it and then have to toss it in the last two and a half seconds is. A hundred plus. We did it. A hundred plus. So, you know what I did notice? We need to redo our intro. Because <laughs> now we have five people. <laughs> I really just now noticed. Sorry. Sorry, Governor. <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long to notice that. <laughs> okay, it's okay. But, but welcome. Thank you all for joining us for as many episodes as you've been with us. Um, you know, we appreciate the continued support. And, uh, you know, as, as you all do, as some of you do, keep sending us the topics that you want us to cover because this show go, keeps going every week because of the things that we talk about uh, at our desks, at the water cooler, at the meets, in our coaches' boxes. So uh, we just like to bring it here to you on YouTube. That's all. So nevertheless, let's, let's say hi to the gentlemen tonight. Uh, the governor, how are you today? Uh, tired. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like the indoor train just crashed into the outdoor train. And, <laughs> and pushed you over. <laughs> yes, I, I was catapulted from the indoor train into the outdoor train. And now we're heading down that track. And um, you see what I did there? Heading down that track. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Unintended. <laughs> I know, right? Sir Lucius, help him. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I, I can't help him. I'm, I'm probably more tired than he is. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I agree. You just, you come out of the indoor meet and then, oh, we got to do four by one exchanges. You know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> so, right. Not, but I am well. I am well. Excellent. That is great to hear. Lamar, three world records, Huffins. How you doing? Uh, I don't know what day or time it is, but I feel great. <laughs> I feel you great. know what because country you, you're in. <laughs> I, you know, I do barely, but I will say this: there is nothing that will more further discombobulate your brain than when you're almost home from Europe, and then there's a tornado where you live, so your flight doesn't go anywhere. So you spend the night in another U.S. city, and then the next day you go home, and now like. I don't know what day of the week it is, so I, I, I just gave up. 
I just, I wake up and take people to school, hopefully. <laughs> and maybe not need to stay. <laughs> I, 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 may, I may very well take a kid to school on Saturday. That might happen. <laughs> Last but not least, Clyde, how are you today, sir? I, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting to see Texas relays. Yeah, yeah, it's waiting about that time. Relay. It's about that it's, time. It's, it's, it's relay season. It is. It is. It's a thorough part of practice right now. It really is. So, anyhow. Let's, let's start our topics and let's address the, I don't know, the biggest elephant in the room, but our recent weekend of Indoor World Championships recap. You know, and I'll start it off with this. I had a non-former high school track athlete, not of mine, but a parent now, and he stopped me today and he said, man, did you see all those races and things that happened at Indoor Championships? And I was like, Praise Jesus. Someone outside of track and field saw what happened. So it was entertaining enough to grasp someone's attention. So we'll start with that. But there was a lot of foolery as well. A lot of foolery. So please feel free to jump in. Whichever pool you want to start with first. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. There was so much. <laughs> I think we should just let each tile pick their favorite version and go from there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great idea, actually. <laughs> okay. What is your highlight? I mean, no, no, no. We we have to start with the man who actually did the trap. We have to yes. start. Oh. I mean, oh. I mean, how many, how many, how many of these panels actually have someone that was there? It's it's a different right. no, vibe you, altogether. Yeah. So, yeah. so please, Lamar, you, you get your pick, sir. You were there. Please give us the, bless the, us your, with your synopsis. Your your worst of the of the of the things. <laughs> so you want my worst? <laughs> yes, we want we want the thing that drove you the craziest. You get to open. Okay, it's really simple. We've between the five of us, we've been uh, I don't know ten thousand track meets, right? Outside, okay, outside of uh summer youth track and that is we all know that is solely because of numbers of human beings so take that particular track meet off the table is there another track meet where you run five four hundreds in three days because the way the indoor world is set up you have trials and semis of the 400 on day one finals of the 400 on day two and then semis and finals of the four by four on day three. This so you are true. legitimately penalized for being good in the 400. Mm. So if you ask me what was the worst thing I saw, that. Okay. We, we can get back into that later. I think that will end up playing out <laughs> somehow. There's, there was a lot of. Listen, I'll be so, honest. With you. So there was a I, lot I of this, challenging uh, this, things. This wasn't a four. It wasn't a four-day competition. It's a three-day competition. Three, three days. Yes. Three days, and and that's what made it wild that they chose to have three rounds of the four hundred. Because if you look at it, if it's a three-day meet, like you, you're gonna have to run two rounds in one day. 
True. Right. They, they also ran all the dash races were three rounds in one day. <laughs> so three well, that, that's not un, that's that's not that's un, not unheard of, right? That's happened before. That's actually very popular with the college scene because it gives them a chance to get that last one be hot. So. Mm-hmm. 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 So, sir, but sir, no, no one, the EP, no one believes you that the that the most egregious thing you saw was the the four hundred meters time schedule. <laughs> But that's all right. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna circle back to you. We know you you have more for us than that. governor. I definitely do. I definitely governor. Do. Give us something. Well, let, let, let me ask this: Why are we going for the egregious? There were a lot of incredible things that happened at the meet. Why are we looking for the bad stuff? Because Clyde took control of the mic and decided to run with it. <laughs> Like I, I, I mean, don't I, talk I about felt that. like so, we should there, end on, on the positive. I felt so, we should end on the positive. Why, why don't we just start with the positive and continue with the positive? And the other stuff will come out eventually, but Lord have mercy. <laughs> we don't just start with the negative stuff. I mean, that's why I was like, I thought it was wild that the question I was being asked was what was the worst yeah, like thing illusion. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, asked me to he couldn't like, wait. Tell me the worst thing. Couldn't so, hold like, himself. He wasn't like, back. Hey, he hey, you run a track meet when you saw three world records. Let's not talk about that. You know, I, was trying, I was trying to throw a softball to him, man. He ain't even hit it. He, he ain't even try to swing at it. <laughs> no, I, I watched that nonsense go by and gave a real answer. <laughs> All right. Oh. So here's here, here's Sir Lucius. Why don't you tell us what you saw that was like? I mean, what was your highlight? Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. We'll like, go highlights. Okay. Uh, like I, for me, I, obviously, you know, Grant, you know, doing what he did was a big time highlight for me. Um, and I've been asked what his grade was. Um, gave him a, a B plus for the semi, and I gave him a C for the final. Um, but you know, I was, it was exciting to see him really starting to embrace some of the things what we've been working on. Um, the B plus from the semi came because he you know, he he had a little bit of a a blip between hurdles um, four and five, where the world record would be really fast. Um, and then in the final, he just you know, he, he just went out there and, and just say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to run seven flat, which is mm-hmm. not happening. So, right. um, I, 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 you know, I thought the men's 60 was interesting. Uh, I'm still not convinced that, uh, Coleman didn't win the race. Uh, now see, now, now and, you want to go into the controversy. Hold on a second. But it's okay. I was impressed with Coleman. I'm not convinced he didn't win the race. Now, I'm not controversial. I'm just stating an opinion because <laughs> clearly, you know, Jacobs won the race, but I'm not sure about that. So that's the second 60 where I'm a little bit iffy on the indoor season anyway. But anyway, so um, <laughs> I was very <clears throat> impressed with Marvin Bracey. Very impressed with Marvin Bracey. I, I thought that uh, he didn't start as well in the finals he had in the, in the first round or mm-hmm. that the result could have been a little different. And I was also impressed with the women's 60 field as a whole. I mean, yeah. for, mm-hmm. for all of them to line up, you know, that execution at its best. You know, yeah. you guys know me, I'm big on execution. And to see, you know, six, seven, eight women just line up and all get after it, I mean, and, you know, big shout out to Makai Briscoe. You know, she, she's really yeah. come a long way. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, look, let's just jump right there, right? Huge shout out to... Mary Beth Sant Price, is that her last name? Price. Right. Because look, we all know, every single one of us knows what it's like in your first major championship. 
And, and to have navigated that in one of the best fields ever assembled and watch all the craziness go around, go on around her and for her to run 704 twice. Yeah. She, she did a, she did one heck of a job. But okay. I want everybody to say it with me one time. Kabuji. <laughs> okay, but no wait. In in all seriousness, because there was there was so many good things, right? Like we're we're going to end up skipping past a lot of it in this format. Can 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 we stick to one and get into it though? I don't care which one. Like okay, gr- the first thing out your mouth Sir Lucius was Grant's world record in the six men 60 meter hurdles. I thought Grant was brilliant. Everybody did, but there's some nuances there. Like you say you gave him a C for the final where, where he blew everybody out, right? Now we talked to you, so we know the air that was made, but personally, I thought it was one of the most amazing saves. Absolutely. Because like, okay, so, so you so give us that, because that was give, really you, hard okay, to do. So, so it, it was, and you know, we have all discussed it. We're not sure that he's from this planet to begin with. So let's start there. But like he he over rotated because mm-hmm. he his hands got too high and he was just he was the, the biggest mistake he makes is he he overcompetes and his hands get too high and his stride opens up. I have watched the video a lot. I don't know how he saved that because I'm he doesn't hit hurdles. You. Let's start there. He doesn't hit hurdles. Yeah. So it's not like he's accustomed to doing that. So no, I again, um, I mean I give him a C, but I mean, it's hard not to give him a B or an A because he won. He's a world champion, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that if if you if you're watching Grant race, the key to Grant being what we all believe he will be someday is him learning to be more patient, and him, you know, like he's he is the ultimate competitor, mm-hmm. and so he thinks the best way to get things done is just to go as hard as he can, and he can't do that in hurdles. But the save at hurdle three, um, yes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. Uh, I set up in my chair like, oh my god, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it was amazing. It was. But would that you say? Was. Would you say, Sir Lucius, that is a direct uh, result of what happened last year? And what I mean is, there is meat management, there is race management, <clears throat> right? And then there's fixing things on the fly. Mm-hmm. And for the people that are not as confident, they might get so preoccupied with trying to fix that mistake that mm-hmm. they completely lose track. Right. You know, momentum, everything goes out the window. Like, I think for the coaches that understand running and hurdling, and that's, I did the same thing. I was like, oh my, and he we'll saved see, it. We'll well, here's the backstory. So we talk about these things. Right. Like I talk to him like, okay, you have to be able to feel what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like, we don't get timeouts from track and field. Like, mm-hmm. hey, timeout, Grant's too close to the hurdle. Right? We don't get those. <laughs> so like he, I tell him, you've got to be able to feel when you do these things and then you have to be able to fix it. Yeah. So what you saw was a byproduct of those conversations because he gets too close in practice sometimes. Yeah. And then I say to him, when you do that, how do you fix it? So I'm not surprised that he fixed it because he knows how to fix things. But in the moment, it was like, wow, because, you know, also in the moment at that speed. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing, like he, 
he is really, really fast. Like, and this is going to sound crazy, but there's no doubt in my mind that he can run 640 low. So, so can I level. can I stick this in there really quick? Because look, yes. I'm gonna I, I I've been asked like the most incredible thing I saw this week, and trust me, I saw a lot, and I don't know that this is the most incredible thing I saw this week, but but something I saw that I'm not sure that most people are privy to because it I think only it was only released on Twitter, but prior to race day, in a practice session, Flamingo is doing a block start over hurdles next to Christian oh, Coleman. Yeah. Yes. And Flamingo beats Christian Coleman to the takeoff spot <laughs> and almost beats him off the back end of the hurdle. Yeah. And I just need, I, I need those who understand fast people to like walk that back in your mind and understand that a guy who is seven stepping the first hurdle yep beat the world's fastest 60 meter guy mm -hmm. for 13 meters 13 meters crazy i mean listen we we all build you know 100 meter models starting from zero to ten right mm -hmm. he, he beat him zero to ten okay i mean for sure like not a lean nothing for sure <laughs> he take you know he takes off somewhere 11 plus you know, yeah, he's a, it's 11 meters and some change. Yes. Right. So, yeah. So he definitely beat him for 10. So, so, so when his coach is sitting here telling the audience that, that the man can run 640, it's, it's not an exaggeration. And for me as a, as a ex hurdler, I ain't, I was never that fast. Mm -hmm. And I know that at the speeds I was able to generate hitting the hurdle that way, would have been really hard to recover from yeah. stay on your feet. Yeah. Listen, he's not running 7-0 in the hurdles. But if he doesn't do that at that moment, oh, the record's 7-1 something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 7-1. Okay. So, like, that was an incredible just bit of athleticism. Yes. And unless you ran hurdles at any kind of real level, you can coach it. But unless you run it, you yeah. don't understand how hard that is to do. Yeah. And that was incredible. So, yes. like, in the morning. 740 at 9 o'clock in the morning is also ridiculous. <laughs> yes. But in, in the moment, I'm sitting there like, I swear the thing went to slow-mo. And I'm like, no! Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. wait. He, he survived. Like, yeah. it, it was it was crazy. So props to the to the world in North Carolina. So so and I have to go back and give him an A for the 740 in the morning at that point. Like he he yeah. he called me afterwards and he's like, What did you think? And I'm like, You're just disrespectful, man. I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> he's like, I was like, nobody runs 740 in the morning. And he goes, Well, I could have run faster. I'm like, that's that's the point. Like you're disrespectful. So yeah, but you know, the, the best thing about him right now, he's that he's very confident and that taught him a lesson. You know, he, he knows that he made a, a, a crazy mistake and he got away with it. Mm -hmm. So we, we've already had the conversations on like, so now the goal has to be not to fix things when you feel it go wrong. Let's not let it go wrong at all. Yeah, that's that's the next that's the next charge. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So so sticking with the order that Lucius gave us. Women 60. Who we. Um, Let me so, say it so one more time. I'm, I'm, okay. when, 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 when you you talk about 
first championships, right? Brianna uh, Williams. Yeah. She, she just she turned nine. She turned nineteen when she got back from that race, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So she's an eighteen-year-old first majors, and she sticks her nose right in there. You know, and you know, great composure. Um, you know, I've heard this, this, a lot of this talk about, oh, the girl that won it, my gosh, she was in lane eight. What's this, lane eight crooked or something? It's 60 meters, you know? So, yeah, you know, she wasn't like in the thick, in the middle of the track, but she was still on the same track with everybody. She still had to execute at high level. So, I, I was just amazed at the number of women who lined up and all ran 7 0 at the same time. That was phenomenal to watch. Yeah. I mean, huge shout out to the picture reader, right? Like, 704 yeah. was third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know what? You know what? The, the, and, the there was no, was, and there was no bib grab to figure out to sort no, out those places. No, 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 no. no <laughs> see, no, see look, we're going to get to that. See? See? You, y'all, trying to, y'all trying to keep me in the positive lane. <laughs> you keep, you keep, you keep poking at me. Now, look. The women's sixty, <laughs> Scott. The women's sixty, for me, it, 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 it and uh, our EP alluded to it, right? From an American perspective, let let's be real. Um, you know, it, this may change in the very immediate future, and now it's really interesting, right? But Mary Beth Sant Price and Micaiah Briscoe are not the names you think of when you say no. you know women's American sprinting right now. Nope. But they chose to go out for indoor they made the team and then they went out there and ran their asses off and represented us extraordinarily well yeah right the the so that's the american perspective very proud of what those ladies did brianna williams like because we all know otto because we watch brianna at world juniors quote unquote but understand by far the youngest in the field Mm -hmm. right like she just she's still a teenager and she's been on the scene for a minute right like everybody forgets how much of a baby she really really is so for her to get there and run two lifetime best in that setting amazing right but i'm sorry the story is kambunji like kambunji been on the scene for a minute and she's always like right there but not good enough you know what I mean? And it looked like that was going to be the story again. Like, oh, she made the final. She's out there in lane eight. Props, you know, Swiss, go team. Bro, like, she ran, it's not like she won run or, running slow. Mm-mm. Well, Look, 96? 96, yeah. Like, I, I'm going to say this. We, 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 were, we were in the same hotel as the Swiss, right? And every night, I, you know, ended up, you know, having some sort of conversation with, it's weird, somebody from the Swiss team. And I, listen, y- the younger Kambuji set a national record in the hurdles. Yes, baby sister, that's right. Their, their youngest decathlete put 200 points on their national record, and he's an 828 long jumper. Mm-hmm. Their second hurdler, broke the national record before it got broken again on the women's side. Like the Swiss had a monster meet. And, and every night they was they was they was there partying about somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I, I can't even, I don't even know it off the top of my head, but where does that run by Kambuji put her on the all-time list? It's tied for number four all-time. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? Kambuji. Yeah. Listen, listen, number four all-time. Listen, listen to these names now. Right. Rivalova, Give me the names. Yes. Rivalova, Devers, Jones, Adi, yeah. Tanu, Kambunji. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's incredible. Yes. That's absolutely, absolutely incredible. It, it, I mean, you know, Br Briscoe running under seven seconds. Yeah. Like, people need to understand, like, that's not a normal thing. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, you this, know, you this don't, you don't usually run six ninety nine and lose anything. I mean, this indoor right. season, so Swoboda and Briscoe are both tied for eleventh all time now. And I mean that that's part of the story too, right? So Swoboda was the favorite. I mean, by all accounts, she choked. Mm -hmm. Hell of a race. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. Look, listen, I was in the building, and I promise you, she didn't. She just got beat? Question mark. She just. She just got beat. No, 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 but but absolutely, because it's not like she went out there and ran seven twelve or anything. But mm -hmm. like going in, like none of the major names are there, right? So it's like it's her race. Yeah, and she finished off the podium, and she'd already beaten Elaine earlier this season, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm saying. Like she took Elaine, like you know, so mm -hmm. you know, incredible race. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. Go ahead, Lucius. He Lucius three in a row, men sixty. Let get into it. Okay, so like so, you know the men sixty. You start with the rounds, right? And when Bracy comes out and he PBs in the first round, you're like, wow. Yeah. And like for me, Bracy's always been a good starter, but his acceleration is much better than it's been in my opinion. Mm -hmm. He's he's much better further down the track because I don't think he started that well in the final. Right? No, he didn't. Um, but he accelerated well. Um, I, Christian looks ragged to me, right? I mean, if, as, as ragged as anybody can look running 641, but I mean, he, he still looks ragged. But the Jacobs is a monster. Yeah, right? the, 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 There's nothing, okay, I, nobody's ever going to call him a finesse sprinter or a pretty sprinter. But when the daggum clock stops, you know, yeah, like he's very, um, I don't want to say robotic, but he's just very, very matter of fact with all of his movements. And it's just what I love about him is like he never panics. Once he gets up and gets to his rhythm, he just holds it right yeah. down the track. Yeah. And that's why he won the race. You know, he never panicked. He didn't start gritting and grunting. He just right down the track. You know? Okay, so I don't remember what episode it was, but a couple of weeks ago, we asked the question, Jacobs flash in the pan or here to stay, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I was, I was, he is here to stay. He is all the way real. I think it's incredibly difficult to pull off what he just did. Olympic title, deciding to run indoors and let's not, indoors in Europe is a way bigger thing than it is over here. Yeah. So he knew the mission he took on when he did it. And for him to come in there and beat the world record holder head to head, Maybe in that setting. Oh, he beat him. Like, listen. <laughs> okay, okay. I, so I, right, I was so already he, a he fan. He, he beat him. I was already but, a fan. But but see, but, but what I want to say to you is this: is that he beat a shadow of the world record holder. 
it, mm-hmm. listen, all that's cool. Because, okay, because okay, because because if now, let's not forget Coleman's PB is seven hundreds faster than that. Exactly. Yeah. No, that that's amazing. That's, that's a different that's awesome. world. It's a different planet. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to take any shot off what the man did, but like, there's too many people blowing this horn and oh, he beat the world record holder. Now. When Coleman gets, if Coleman, when Coleman, and how we want to put it, gets back to 634 and he beats Coleman, I'm going to pat him harder on the back. Right. But right. Like, he but, won the but, world but championship. He ran a great but race, sir, but I'm not, I'm not blowing the world record. Home. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not, it is a factual thing to say that he beat the world record holder head to head for okay, the 60 meter right. world championship. You are the champion of semantics, sir. You <laughs> love to take, take things and change them around. I am not, not saying, and, hold, 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 hold on a second. It's a factual statement that Christian Coleman is a red court record. You're absolutely right. But we have to stop lobbying that up there like he beat, oh my God, he beat the world record. The man's been out of the sport for two years. Yeah. He's working well, his way back. But that's, so, but that's so, his so, fault. Okay, okay, but that, exactly. But, but so then stop <laughs> acting like he beat Coleman at his best. That's I didn't I'm say saying. that. I didn't well, say that. But that's, that's kind of the way it came out. Uh, no, that's that. I'm not responsible for how okay, so, you heard. Okay, by, by, show, by show of hands, can we raise our hands if everybody else felt the same way I did? It's the insinuation. Exactly. But, but that's the thing, too. I don't insinuate. I, I speak very you, clearly. Uh, it, 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 which, exactly. And you very clearly were blowing the world record on. But go, let, let's not no, digress. Go ahead. Not at all. Look, Listen, what, what I was, the point I was trying to get to was this Jacobs. Jacobs is incredibly poised. Mm-hmm. And I believe after watching the Olympics and after watching this world championship competition of all the sprinters out there right now, hundred meter guys, I'll take his mentality and his focus and his execution over all of them. Call it whatever you want. It doesn't matter to me that Christian wasn't seven threes, right? It's, it's about the statement that was well, laid Christian down. Seven three, we got a problem. Wait a minute, six three, sir. Six three. Wait a minute, sir. Stop. We, y'all, y'all are not being real right now. We all know that if Christian six, Coleman seven, wins that race, if Christian Coleman wins that race, he's going to be jumping up and down, and the narrative is going to be he's back. No matter how fast he ran, he's back. This is mine. Okay, okay. He's going to be out there like that. Whose narrative? The sports. Uh, Definitely Christians, mine. but the sports. The sports. Well, well, th- this is what I find interesting. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago when we talked about all this stuff, I said that Marcel Jacobs is the second coming of Maurice Green. They run very similarly. He's just taller. So let's just let's just do this. Maurice was 979 and 639. Mm-hmm. Jacobs is now 980 and 641. Right? Like like any and the race happens the same way because i promise you this i don't know what's going to happen in july but if those gentlemen had run a hundred last week yeah it's a wrap yes yapping yeah but coleman Coleman ran but it ain't july coleman ran to the line jacobs ran through the line absolutely there's a different it, it, it ain't July. So like, and I will address your jumping up and down um, narrative. I'm back. Well, he ran 641, whether he won the race or not. He ran 641. Yeah. 
So yeah, in, in a lot race. of ways, but, but okay. But from my eyes, he's not back yet. No. Okay. He's not back. But listen. He's not back yet. Okay. Go. I'm gonna say. Listen. We all can watch the races, right, and make do what we do out of it. Before the gun started, you know, runners to your marks. Seven people on the line are jumping up and down and doing the stuff that they do. What did Jacobs do? He stood still, went like this, visualized his race, and went out there and executed it, right? When Christian won Indoor USAs, go watch the tape, what he did after the race. Go, go watch what he was saying and what he was doing, right? All I'm saying is that was a statement race, regardless of what the time stopped at the clock. And now, if, if the world wasn't already, the, the, the portion of the world that thought that the takeover was coming back, and I'm sorry, uh, um, our EP was on that on that boat not too long ago. Christian's back; he's going to dominate. No, he's not. No, he's not. Well, so here's what I'll, I look. Since you came at me, I'm going to say this. <laughs> we we all look. We can all look at the chalkboard and come up with 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 different assessments. And I'll tell you what I come up with. Christian Coleman went from 656 to 641 in a really short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Fantastic season. And, and, and I'm going to tell you this. The one thing I was convinced of after watching the indoor world championships is that the monster's still in there. Yeah. And he's going to get to 634 at some point this year. I, I mean, I don't know when it's going to be. Right. I don't know that I don't I don't know that anybody's blowing Marcel Marcel Jacobs out. But if you're asking me, do I still believe Christian Coleman can win the win world championships? I'm gonna tell you absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but wait a minute, sir. Now you're saying he can win it. In the past, you said he's gonna win it and it's not gonna be close. I my point is this: I haven't changed my horse. Okay. I I I think, I think it's gonna I think be an anything, incredible race. Anything. This is the wake-up call. This is the, okay, all right. This is the, you know, and, and you watched, you know, the, the, post, the post-race interview, all of that. I mean, the dude was like, you could just tell. Like, didn't say much. It wasn't demonstrative, nothing like that. You could just tell. You could tell. I, I, I have a sense that we are going to see the real Christian Coleman. Listen, I was, I stayed in the same hotel as them. I spent a fair amount of time with those guys. Um, and uh, I won't share with the rest of the world. I'll just say that uh, our whole conversation about Fugazi time trialing was definitely <laughs> heard. <laughs> Look, I mean, this is what Clyde is here for. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to okay. share with the rest of the world where, where, where Marvin and Bracey and I stand. Let's just say this. We're not on opposite sides of the fence. All right. Let, no, and, wait. We, we, we need time to, to praise Marvin Bracey because he ran his ass that, off. And that's, why, that's what I wanted to do. Look, look, Marvin Bracey and I had an incredibly adult conversation prior to any rounds. And he was reminded that I've been a fan of his for a long time. and watching him run those three rounds i was actually really really proud of him because Mm -hmm. look there's some monsters in that group Mm -hmm. right 
and and you got to run fast and be composed and and you know like he did a really good job okay he's guilty of like trying to get to the finish line faster than he should have i think every one of us who's ever run sort of kind of fast has done that you know he he was in in his race model for 55 meters then five meters of like come here come here come here and you know that happens but he still got a medal yeah you know and he still produced three six forty something runs and you know uh, look yeah the nine eights he ran last year, we're going to see those again. Yeah. And, and we may see faster. I would say, and maybe beyond. But I will say this again. The one thing I am 100% sure of is this. None of us know who's going to make the team in the 100 this summer. Can we, can we say that that probably is going to be, I mean. We know I, one I person can't even make the team. Well, Sure. <laughs> Yeah, we know one of four. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and I've said I, I said this when I was over over in Serbia. I was like, you know, the truly petty thing to do would be for the two hundred guy to just run the hundred and the hundred oh, guy to just run the two hundred. There you go. Hey, there that, you go. The truly petty thing to do would be that. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what them and their coaches' plans are. But I know this: we're going to send four really fast 100 meter guys and four really fast 200 meter guys to Eugene. I know so, that. So I would like to give a friend of mine his flowers, uh, Mr. Alan Johnson, who, I mean, Gabriel Cunningham, I mean, hello. Silver medal in the 60 hurdles. Bronze, sorry, bronze medal, sorry, bronze medal. But nevertheless, you, if you want to talk about somebody getting over the hump and going to a championship meet and, and showing some of the potential that this, this young lady has, um, unbelievable, unbelievable. You, you know I, what was most impressive about that? What's that? Is that she ran a great prelim, an awful semi, and a great final. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually, usually in your first championship, you don't fix those mistakes on, on site. Yeah, that's right. So if, if we're now into the women's 60 hurdles, I, I want to take time to give uh, some flowers in that race to Devin Charlton, the oh, silver gosh. medalist, and her coach, Lonnie Green mm-hmm. of University of Kentucky. Um, I, I have a, a bit of a connection to this story because if, if, if you ever watched Devin run in college, when her and Coach Green were at Purdue, Devin was amazing in college. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing kid, amazing family. They thought, and by they, I mean her coach, her family, herself, thought that as she transitioned into the professional world, she would be better served in a professional group with other professional hurdlers. And I was lucky enough to be tasked with having that job. Devin is nothing but a hard worker. She does everything you ask her to do. She's a fantastic kid. But you know what? Moving to a new town, living by herself, the isolation of the reality of pro world, it didn't work out for her with me. And she went back where she belonged with Lonnie Green and instantly revived herself 
And now she has her first world medal. And I could not be prouder of that kid. And her, like, her parents are such good people. And that, that story to me is a testament to anybody who's out there in the collegiate ranks. You, you really need to consider how you get where you get when you hit the pros and, and, and the path that landed you to be a pro athlete, because changing it up isn't always a great idea. And even for a kid like that, who literally will do anything you ask, it just wasn't, it just didn't work. Not through any faults of her own or no bad vibes, no, none of that. She's just a great kid. And I'm, I literally, I was almost in tears watching her get that medal because she deserved it. And she almost had to go. And I mean, yeah. I mean, she PR'd back to back semifinal final 781. Like Devin is new, nas new, new national record. Yep. National record for the Bahamas. And I'm so glad that her parents were there front and center to see it. Not that they wouldn't be because they go anywhere for that kid. And so Devin, Coach Green, man, listen, that girl's going to be on podiums for years to come. Years to come. Fantastic, Fantastic kid. And shout out to the French lady, 21, who I've never heard of. Just out there poised, <laughs> out there poised and took the goal. So <laughs> just, just, so just ready. <laughs> my favorite part about that is, right, there's three events that the French have always been able to coach. Triple jump, pole vault, hurdles. Hurdle. Right? Mm -hmm. Do you know who her coach is? Nope. Teddy Tomgo, the triple jumper. Are you serious? Oh, sure. Okay. okay. Wow. Wow. That That is her coach. And we had a really, really funny moment because there was, okay, you guys will all laugh at this. In the warm-up area, on the day where there is the men's heptathlon 60 hurdles and the women's 60 hurdles, there were 16 hurdles in the building hmm. for warmups. So you can already imagine what that looked like, right? So Teddy and I had a funny conversation about hurdles and I was, I was actually sitting on a hurdle, not even like to do that, but I was sitting on a hurdle and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I do need two of these, whatever. So I brought the hurdles over to him when we were done with them, right? And the guys behind him were talking smack about, you know, not necessarily me, but people hoarding hurdles and whatever in French. So I leaned into Teddy and I said, don't tell them, but I speak French. He busts up laughing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. So then later on that night after they won, right, I'm talking to him in French or whatever. And one of the guys that was talking smack was with him and looks at him. And I told Teddy. <laughs> so it was a funny, funny little moment, but. I mean, the hurdles were wild. I mean, Chris Johnson had a young lady there uh, mm -hmm. who's, who's, who's from Arkansas. She set her national record for, uh, is that Venezuela? Venezuela, yes. Moda. Yes. Right? Moda like, it was like, it was like Oprah was out there. You get a national record. You get a national mm -hmm. record. You get a national record. Because I will tell you this, y'all. It's a good thing that track is in Serbia. Because if that track was more accessible, there'd be a whole lot of records that go down. Because I promise you. That track is a springboard, and it is insanely fast. So, speaking of insanely fast, um, can we talk about the horizontals now? <laughs> I mean, is that, I mean a, is that a fast? Is that a fast day? <laughs> okay, so can I go first? Yeah. No, no. Can we start with the positive? Can we start yes, with? Let's start with. Oh, let's start no, no, with, no, with, with the world record. We go, we go, we go, we're not only going to start with the positives, we go, we're going to address how tracks are constructed, right? Okay. 
whenever we we in the United States, we know the fastest tracks are the high banked, permanent banked, yes, with the dash track that's mondo or whatever on top of concrete, right? Or poured surface. Right. Yeah. Right. This particular track, the bottom level, so the 60 meter dash is three meters or so off of the bottom surface of the building. 10 so feet. Like you 10 can, feet. You can literally feet US walk audience, underneath feet. the track. So the entire track is suspended. So mm -hmm. the bank is now basically double suspended. <laughs> I don't know what that science looks like, but I know this. If every single step of your long jump or triple jump approach and the takeoff spots are all elevated, yeah. when you figure out how to time it up, which yeah. it took the men's long jumpers two rounds. Yeah. But when you figure out how to time it up, Katie bar the door. And when when my guy from uh from Greece, so let's be clear, he's the only one that figured it out early. Ten to glue. He he had the first plain foul of oh, the no, meet. no, just foul. <laughs> All right. He had the first foul of the meet, but his first jump was every bit of 855, 860. It wasn't any, like, it wasn't any shorter than the jump he won with. And be clear, he had an 855 and an 851. But after round two, everybody in the field basically figured it out. And it was just. And all of that, listen, all of that's cool. But if we're talking about the way tracks are constructed, I'm, I'm going to make an official LLC, uh, you know, request. And since you was in the VIP box next to Seb Co and everything, you should have delivered this message personally. I'm a little, I'm a little upset with you about that. Miss um, Rojas needs her own board. <laughs> She don't get Listen. to jump from the same board as all the women do from now on. She needs a new board about a meter or so back because the fact of the matter is, you know, when she broke the outdoor world record, everybody was like, "Listen, that's amazing and oh my god, but she's she can get so much more out of that second phase." Well, you know what, damn, she can't get any more out of the second phase now cuz there's no more runway for her to jump from. So she needs a new board. And she can go on and jump her 16.5 or whatever the hell she's going to do next. Because, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, it is, it is a wild thing. And it, look, I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to pick fun at, at, at Sir Lucius, but he sees it all the time. So it is a wild thing to know that someone is going to break the world record. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And first time down the runway in warm-ups, I was sitting next to an agent and I said, she's going to jump 16 meters this year. And it might be today. And he looks at me and I was like, I didn't stutter. I didn't stammer. I said, I'm telling you that's going to happen. And we just all, we had to wait for six jumps until the timing got right. And she didn't foul. And I was, this was my shock face when she jumped 1574. Mm -hmm. Like, of course you did. Cause all you needed to do was take off in the same area code as the board and, and land. Cause every jumps that far. Right. She her first jump was a safe jump and it was like 1520. That, that woman is an alien. 
She's right. tall, fast, strong, and coached by Ivan Pedroso. Yes. Like that is too many cheat codes all combined together. Absolutely. Um, so, so let's talk about the. <laughs> so where where do you want to go from there? You want to go to about the women's long jump? I mean, we could talk about the women's long jump if we're in the field events. And, and we're discussing world <laughs> records. There, there's one of two conversations you could go here. I mean, personally, can we get into the, the upset of the meet? Well, yeah. that was last. I, I, we were talk about that. I thought we were going to talk about that last. Yeah. I, I'll say this about, about Mondo's world record. Most people don't know there was a meet in, in the world championship venue like three days or so, four days or so before the world championships. And Mondo went to it. Mm-hmm. And broke the world record. And broke the world record. Right. Yep. And then eight days later, he broke the world record again. Yeah. Okay, but man's been but in that building crazy- twice. But but the craziest thing about Mondo's world record, and and I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if you were watching the meet live, you know, on Peacock or you know whatever network you have around the world, like. The craziest thing about Mondo's world record that he just did was it looked like the foolery of the track meet was going to cost him oh, yeah. the shot yeah. because they we made thought him it, we wait. thought it was going to steal a world record. Yes, we did. They made mm-hmm. him wait for for lame four and I mean lame four by fours oh. to be run and broke his rhythm. Yeah, and it took him three jumps to get it back. Yeah, yeah. like that was the craziest part. Like. The, the world championship meet ended with Mondo's world record because the four by fours were over. So that alone is bad protocol. Like he's not supposed to have to wait until the meet's over to go like that. So, you know, we all know he's the best ever, but the poise that he I, showed in that moment was crazy. I just need people to, to like, let this wash over. Chris Nielsen jumped 590, which is really really high and he got beat by a foot mm-hmm. right <laughs> like d- that's insanity folks 620 is just different and he can go higher if you want no, he's going to go, he's going to go higher he is going to go higher all right, so uh, we we got all the world records off. So yeah, now, now can, 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 can yeah, we, we got all three. Yes. Can, can, can we can we can we get into the? So the, the Lamar, extras? I need I need Lamar needs to tell us what he saw when he entered the stadium, when the long jump was about to go, and okay. what did you think? So we run the 60. Uh, this is okay. This is how this is how you know the track is fast. There were 16, no, 12 guys that ran the heptathlon 60 meters, and eight of them set lifetime PBs. Wow. So everybody's excited about the long jump. We come out for for the long jump. Warm-ups are going. So don't see anybody. And finally, like the, you know, they closed the pit and, and I realized there's nobody within 
10 meters of the long jump board. Like mm. there's no humans. Right. And so the setup is a long jump runway, an empty board, and then 10, maybe 12 meters up and off to the side of the runway, there's a lady sitting there looking at an iPad. Usually like if you were outdoors where the wind gauge person is, mm -hmm. that's where she was sitting with the iPad. Calling fouls. And, it, and here's the wild part. It's, uh, they have a th three light thing that's maybe six inches tall that's right next to the long jump board. And the jump goes, and then that thing either lights up all green or lights up all red. That's how you know whether it was a foul or not. And for whatever reason, you know, the closer you are to a plane foul, it takes longer. So like Jerry and Lawson was walking, I mean, he was walking around for like almost five minutes before he found out the jump was clean. <laughs> but there was no, like, it is the weirdest thing ever to watch a long jump competition and there's literally no human being sitting at the board. So how did they, how did they um, flatten the sand out again? How, who, did people actually do that? There were no human beings involved in the running of the long jump. Like beyond that lady, yeah. there wasn't a person at all. Wow. They, okay. got, they got a machine, it, yeah. it's flat and leveled and yeah, all of that. Wow. Okay, so wait a minute. You, you use the term that apparently is new world order to everybody, only they ain't really know nothing about it. Are you just use the term that everybody needs to understand? It is called a plane foul, right? And we don't mean like flying the planes, okay? So as our as the best of the long jumpers on our screen, I would like the governor to explain to the world what the rule was, what the rule is now, and what the hell a plane foul is other than some bullshit. <laughs> well, as much as I'd like to, to, to go in with you with, with the BS part, it's, it's a new rule, right? And there are some major adjustments that are gonna to have to be made. Um, the best way, so let, let, let's take a step back. Historically, when Chris, when Lamar and I were jumping and doing our thing, there was a layer of plasticine that was the whole length of the tow board. So, so I mean, God help you if 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 you if you hit that thing flush, you were going for a ride. This is what it used to be, because okay? it was like jelly. It was <laughs> jelly, absolutely right, and. What shoe companies did at that time was that they smoothed out, I'd say the, the, the upper, I'd say the last inch or so of the bottom of your shoe so that you could, you could theoretically like actually touch the plasticine and not leave a mark and get a clean jump. They also that, moved the spikes, they moved the actual metal spike holes yes, back, back closer towards the, your, right. your toes. So like, Basically, like the spikes used to be this far from the yes. end of the shoe, and then they moved it back to like moved this. Moved it back. So that was, you know, 
cat and mouse, call it what it was. Um, but the whole idea was, I mean, you could get as close as you wanted to the edge of the board and you could probably get away with it. And, and I think we, we can all say, Lamar and I could say easily, you know, we've had instances where we knew uh, that we had gotten away with one, right? So then World Athletics changes it from just a flat piece of plasticine to plasticine at 45 degrees, right? So it's so actually, basically raised, a small, it's actually yeah, raised up. Like so imagine that. the flat surface, right? And then there's a 45 degree angle of plasticine. So, so here's the board. And so there's the plasticine that's raised up. So now if you actually get anywhere close to it, you're actually going to leave a mark now, okay? Now that had been the, the rule up until last year. And unbeknownst to, I would say, everybody that showed up in, Be <laughs> in Belgrade. I mean, for sure, everybody who showed up in Belgrade was like, what is this? Right. <laughs> um, the rule has changed to this. An athlete fails if they are taking off prior to the instant at which they cease contact with the takeoff board. Listen to what I'm saying. They're taking, while they're taking off prior to the instant at which they cease contact with the takeoff board or ground, break the vertical plane. Correct. Invisible takeoff board, right? Yes, the invisible vertical plane. That's the same <laughs> vertical, for, for American people, it's the simplest way to understand it. It's the same vertical plane that you break when you score a touchdown in the NFL. Yes, right. Yes, break it is the, the same mythical vertical plane <laughs> of the takeoff line with any part of their takeoff foot slash shoe, whether running up without jumping or the the act of jumping. Um, and this rule was amended in July 2020 and enforced from 1st of November 2021. Who in God's name <laughs> knew this had happened? This is my theory, and I'm not, I'm not actually being, you know, unserious. Pandemic hit. They were bored. <laughs> they needed something to do, and then they forgot to tell the jumpers because. Don't get it twisted. No one knew that in the building. No. No shot. No, no. shot. I promise you. So many when, reports. No one yeah. understood no. what the hell was going on. No. The heptathletes were the guinea pigs. Right. <laughs> and, I mean, and my thing is from a from a professional standpoint, okay? What do we know about the NFL? If any new rules are introduced, the entire world yeah. knows. Okay. Yes. So what is a catch now? Right? right? What 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 is a, you know, what is a how do you recover a fumble? How do you like down to the details? Right. We know what finishing the process means. Finishing. 
my Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> please, please, please. So anyway, so let's let's and it's such an oxymoron because not only are you putting your athletes on the most bouncy, fastest runway ever ex in existence, but now you're, in, you're telling them that as your foot rotates off the board, you can now break this imaginary vertical plane. Who knew? Okay. See, now, now you know, the I, worst part is that it would be one thing if it was imaginary, like it is in the NFL. Here's mm -hmm. the problem. We got a bunch of eggheads in our sport who have created a digital vertical plane. And it is attached to computers, which are attached to little green and little, gray, little red lights on the side of the board. The iPad lady. <laughs> the Listen, iPad the, lady the runs thing, the show now. The only thing that's good about this rule is that you can totally see the jumps now because there's nobody sitting by the damn pit. Right. That's right. the only good thing. Yes. So here's the precision. Right. Here, here's the problem. I have so many problems. First of all, when you change a rule and then every medalist ever is crushing you over the changes, it's a bad rule. Yes. Okay. Now it's sport. All sport leagues, all sporting people, we come up with bad rules. This is one of those moments where you just need to understand that it's dumb, it's unnecessary, it is ass backwards, and just, just, just scratch it out and go back to what it was. Because here's the problem. One, that rule is only going to be enforceable at world championships Olympic Correct. Games, and maybe, maybe the Diamond Leagues, assuming that the Diamond League advisors mm -hmm. want to pay to have that technology yes. brought out for the meet. Absolutely. Nowhere else in the world is that going to be right. practiced right. or enforced. And so if high school level, <laughs> collegiate level, club level, international club level, and all the B and C level pro meets can't practice this, how the hell are you going to enforce it at the championship? That's the well, number one. Number two for me is mathematically, last I checked, the actual board is 20 centimeters. Mm -hmm. Correct. Hell, I, I'm not a jumper, but I've coached a lot of jumpers, and we spend all of our time trying to be perfect on the board, and now you're telling me I can't be perfect on the board. I have to give away five centimeters or exactly when my toe rolls i'm gonna be told i it, scratched the, the like board is the board is essentially now no no wider than 18 centimeters absolutely yes so like, like at the end of the day if, if you're at the 19 centimeter mark you're it is almost impossible not to foul yeah so so here's here's some statistics right you know i had to do some digging on the men's side, 66 total jumps, 29 fouls. This is yeah. the world championships. Correct. These are the best guys in the These world. These are the best guys in the world. Think about this. 
it gets better. On the woman's side, 51 jumps, 22 fouls. Yeah. Okay? You do, you do the math on both sides. 43% of the jumps yeah. at the world championships were fouls. Because no jumps coach teaches their, teaches their athlete to give away an inch. Exactly. The, this rule, this is a worse idea than, shout out to my boy Sean Jackson at TCU, the people who say, just measure the jumps from wherever they take off. I just want to know how far people can jump. This is worse than that. Yes, it is. This is a worse <laughs> idea than that. Okay. And let's, 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 let's be honest. When they decided that 0. 0.100 of a second is as fast as someone can react, we are now moving into a new dimension where, again, do not get all of the board because your jump will be assessed to foul. Correct. We're, going, we're giving you, hello, I, Here, I, here's, here's what we're giving you, but you can't use all of it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The white part. You can't use all the white part. Right. You can. It, it's, you can it's, I, I can them. only imagine what's about to come, you know, for, for the rest of the year. Now, the other part is, um, you know, for the, for the Diamond League meets that don't have this technology, what is that, that, that 90 degree plasticine? How is that going to, I'm trying to imagine what it would look like to me running down the track and seeing an uneven. Correct. Think about, think about that, Clyde. So it's because it's raised. It's going to be tiered. Yeah. So the whiteboard is going to be lower and then there's going to be another, a higher part of plasticine. I mean, for a jumper, you don't want to see that. You don't, no. you don't want to feel like if I don't, if I, if I'm over this, I could, what, what, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I can't even fathom. Look, all, all I'm saying is y'all didn't tell nobody that you changed the rule. So it's cool. You get a pass, just go and put it back to how it was. No harm, lots of fouls. And we move and we move on. Like just, just, you got to stop this. Like th this is absolutely insane. It's not even teachable. No. You can't, you can't teach people to comply with this. It's not no, like, because, hey guys, because the truth, you can't hit the truth in of the, the matter no is the, the size of the board is now dictated by the size of your foot. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you have smaller feet, right, you're going to roll over less so you can get closer to the edge. It's just yes. that simple. Right, the, the the board is eighteen centimeters, but if you're a female, that's like like Chu probably could get away with nineteen centimeters. Mm -hmm. Yep. When Carl Lewis himself jumps on Twitter and has some choice words, <laughs> hey, you man, know. Listen, listen. Carl likes Twitter. Carl gets yeah. on Twitter. Carl was on Twitter. Brittany was on Twitter. Tiana was on Twitter. Like everybody that jumps is like, what are you talking about? When, how, and this is some bullshit. Like there's photos yeah. of feet on board yeah. with good jumps 
clearly behind. No, look, the, the, the Greeks. The Greeks' first jump was probably eight sixty, and it was called a foul. Uh, look, and it was like I, it, it I just looked, He's he he's like this, and you know, my hand is the edge. He's like this, and he just rolls forward, and his toes go over the plane. I, I'll tell you this: the long jumpers, the the, the jumpers. Y'all was way too calm. Y'all took that. Way. <laughs> Look, I I was waiting for a John Drummond lay on the track moment. Like, no, y'all gonna mark my jump. Like that. That's that's where that needed to go. Because if if I'm in the middle of a world championship competition and I learn that there's a new rule and I got a TV and I know that my jump is fair and y'all mm-hmm. tell me it's foul, no one else is jumping. Well, no, it, the competition's gonna stop. It's not even about the video anymore. Like so. Prior to what we just saw, we would go to the video and we would look at this. Right. Yeah. Right. You're watching right? that. Now we go to the video and we're watching this this person watch this. Like what? Nah. I mean, nah. Lamar, I don't know. I don't know if you saw. Did you see Akilah's the, the jump? Absolutely. Here, right? And it flashed up green. And right, right, yeah. Green, red. red, green. <laughs> right. Right. Six seventy, six eighty. I mean, it was it was a big jump. Right. And you know, I, I feel for her, you know, because I'm sure in the moment she had no idea what was going on, you know. And obviously there wasn't any any education coming down the pipe to say, hey guys, uh, look out for this. This is what this is what it is. So, so wait, I got, I got two more things from world championships. <laughs> I got two more. One, I don't think it's going to take that long. I think we were just all amazingly shocked by it. Like I said, and no shade. Cause I mean, I, I guess you can't go undefeated forever, but Ryan Krauser lost the shot put. Yeah. Like upset yeah. of the century. Yeah. It I mean, was, like, uh, what, what did, what did you see Lamar? I'll tell you the funniest part is I know it wasn't done intentionally, but the announcer was alerting the crowd to the fact that Ryan Krauser was losing and getting the crowd hyped for every one of Ryan Krauser's throws, ostensibly rooting for Ryan Krauser <laughs> to win. Oh, that's that's like, wild. Which, I'm like sure. it wasn't on it wasn't an intentional shade, but it was such a foregone conclusion he was going to win that it was. They weren't even trying to disrespect the young man who won. They were like, yeah. yo, we got to get Krauser's head out of his butt. He's not winning. And Ramani <laughs> threw his ass off. Ramani threw his ass off. Right. They threw really far. Right. It's not like Krauser threw 20-90. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, they both threw 22 meters plus. It was wild. Right. It, it was absolutely yeah. wild. All right. So, I'm sorry. I, 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 I got to do it. You're gonna bring up the four by four, <laughs> I, l- sir. <laughs> look, uh, Team USA got blanked in the four by four. Uh, Men, women, blanked, no medals. Now the women were in the final, and three teams beat them. <laughs> the men. We're not in the final, and I have questions. So I'm going to throw my questions to the LLC 
and true that this means you as well because some oh. one of y'all people who are more intelligent than me need to answer this question now our ep alluded to the schedule which was a little wild early mm -hmm. but i but i'm sorry i'm sorry trevor bassett props to division two king trevor bassett made the team his first went in there by the way his primary event is the 400 hurdles let's be clear about that mm -hmm. makes the team goes to europe wins a silver medal in the 400 mm -hmm. in a really fast time yeah in a 45 oh yeah right and then inexplicably the four by four comes out to run the prelim and i don't see trevor bassett I see an anchor for Team USA whose primary discipline is the 800 meters who last ran the 4x4 in college for Penn State. And lo and behold, he pulled a hamstring chasing people who, you know, are sprinters. And we don't make the final. Now, no one can plan for the kid to get hurt, and I hope he's okay. But... How the hell you leave the silver medalist in the stands and then not make the final? Like who, how does that decision, okay. I don't understand. Okay, so here's, so let me ask you this question. Do you have the same energy if after racing three quarters in two days, running a lifetime PB of 45 flat at night, the next morning he's on the track, runs a four by four and he pulls up. Do you have the same energy? What I want to know, and I'm serious, if Trevor Bassett raised his hand and said, hey, I'm good, I don't want to run the prelim, then, I'll, then I'm open to the conversation. What but I'm saying is this. I, I wasn't in the room, so I'm not going to definitively speak for the coaches, but I will say I had enough of a conversation to know this. It was an untenable situation, and you kind of had to figure out, you kind of had to pick which person you were willing to risk getting hurt because it was all right we'll start with this the pool was short by two people because they were on the team and then decided to pull out from being on the team once the rosters were locked they could not be replaced so you had to run with who was there, right? And the issue is Bassett runs 45 flat the night before, and you got a prelim in the morning and a final the next, next evening. And it look, it was properly assessed. It's not going to take a world-beating time to make the final. Because let's be clear, they only missed the final by three-tenths of a second. And that's mm -hmm. with the anchor leg pulling his hamstring with 160 meters to go and managing to finish it. No, incredible heart by, by the kid. Incredible heart. And, and, so, and so I'll say this. Like, look, it turned out badly, right? But I will, you know, I'm here to bash when bashing needs to happen. I will be completely honest with this. I think if they put Trevor Bassett on the track that morning and he pulls up, everyone says, the staff's a bunch of idiots and they are negligent. 
this dude should not have been out there without ample rest and they got him hurt. That's what I think the narrative would be if that was Trevor Bassett running and he pulled. It just is unfortunate the way it went down. Uh, listen, I, I'm here for both sides of the argument. I'm just like, look, let's be clear. The men's, this, this isn't uh, a couple years ago when, when Poland went out there and ran 301 and, and mm-hmm. won, won the indoor world championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the relays were slow. The, <laughs> the world championship team ran 307. Yeah, okay. It, it, the, so the relays, it, both relays were, both, both relays would have been off the podium in the SEC. Yes. Right. So I'm just like, look, it, it, you could have told Trevor Bassett, hey, bro, look, go on out there and, and jog around two laps and we're going to make this final. Like that obviously could have happened because the kid pulled it one, with 160 to go and missed the final, but, right? Okay. But, but remember, but, but remember, right? There's a prelim and a final in the same day. So now you're telling Trevor Bassett, we're okay with you running five 400s in three days. And I know that you've never done this before because no other human being has either. And I'm with that. Um, I, Quincy I just, Watts. I want to know. Quincy, Quincy Watts. Yep. Quincy yes. Watts. So, but but look, there's only me, one. So, so EP, yeah. and I, I'm being so serious about it. So I guess to me, my opinion truly on this falls here. Two weeks from now, six weeks from now, whenever it comes out, because it always comes out, right? If like I said, if Trevor Bassett raised his hand and said, "I'd rather not," and then that's what happened, no harm, no foul on anybody. The kid got hurt. Cool, but from the limited information that I know about the human being that is Trevor Bassett, I find it really hard to believe that he said, "Hey, hey, hey, I'm I'm good. I don't need to go out there." But sometimes you have to protect people from themselves. And I'm just saying, like, listen, I, I understand what you're saying because the result is a difficult one to swallow. There's a world, there's a global championship and we don't get a medal either gender in the four by four. But I promise you the ire and the vitriol would be five times worse if we get Trevor Bassett hurt by trying to have him run five quarters in three days. Okay, I'm just cool. telling you. No, that's fine. That's fine. I accept it. Now, tell me about the women. Now, now on the women's side, like, okay, listen. <laughs> tell me I, about said this, I, I said this in our group chat, and I know you didn't believe me when I said it. I watched the prelims. I watched everybody run the whole time I was there. They didn't mess it up. They were the fourth best team. Period. Like, and at the end of the day, like, not only is, the, okay, look, look, the best the best quarter miler that we took on the women's side was on the mixed relay last summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, just, just let that wash over you. Okay. But, but she's again, the best the one. Winning, she's the, the best one we took. What? The okay. winning time she's was what? She's the best one we took. Okay. Right? In the and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you, you guys have all run indoors enough to know that savvy indoor runners will set up newbie indoor runners every day and twice on Sunday. And this is what happened. With 100 meters to go, Femke Bol and, and the young lady from Poland, they are on Lena Irby's shoulders. And I watched this happen. They split her yes. knowing, she, knowing she could not defend against both, therefore neither. 
So one hung back on Lena's rail side, one went wide. Lena went wide to try to send the, the <laughs> young lady from Poland. Femke Bull was like, oh, I'll take that cheese. Went right inside of her. So now Lena's like, yo, that can't happen. I, I know I know, Clyde is at home and is going to give me all kinds of the, the business for letting somebody go by me inside. So she tries to slide inside and the Polish chick's like, sweet, nobody's in my way. And they literally went, shah, right by her at the, right in the last 10 meters. And I was like, yeah, I saw this happening 90 meters ago. Oh, right? And, and here's, wait a minute. Uh, Governor, I, I need you to tell me if you agree with me on this because I feel like the EP just set me up perfectly. <laughs> you see what you see how he said what he said at the beginning of that. He said yes. savvy indoor runners mm -hmm. will set up rookies. Yes, that's what he said. Yes, and he's right. He's absolutely right. But see, he's focusing on the end of the race. I got up early and watched the prelims, mm -hmm. and the fact of the matter is. According to the EP, we had the fourth best team in the competition. But magically, yes. after the prelim, we had the second best team in the competition. And in the prelim, the one savvy runner we had out there, Jessica Beard, mm -hmm. led off the prelim team. She didn't do an amazing job, but she did a good enough job to set up the rest of the people. The rest of the team. Yep. Then we get to the final and we put the rookie out there that didn't know what she was doing and she gets blasted and we start off in fourth place. Now, he just said that the savvy people set up the rookies. Mm -hmm. So why did we change it? Well, let's, now that let's, I can't answer. So let's call, <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about the nature of the 400 indoors, okay? What is the one thing you are taught to do? Get to the break. Get, Get to, the, to break, the break, right? Yes. Get to the How break. many times you got to see it? You can't win <laughs> from the back. It's, it's almost impossible. So, so the disadvantage that you're putting the next three runners in, okay, is ginormous. If you do not give your teammates an opportunity to run free. I mean, and, and that's what we saw. So you, mean, yeah. you, you start off at a deficit, you hand a baton off, and now you're asking your three teammates to go chase and chase and chase and chase and chase. And that is never a good situation to be in at the world championships, okay? And like you said, Clyde, we saw what Jessica did in the first round. It was she hard. put them in a better position. Did her job. I mean, I don't know. I, I call a spade a spade. I call I see. I call it like I see it. You know, it, it was not. Uh, it was definitely not America's finest hour. I will say that. <laughs> and it was, you know, listen. Every one of us. Well. Actually, Big League hasn't, but the other two of you have been to Europe, and it often happens that you are not necessarily as proud to be an American <laughs> as you as you were before you left, right? <laughs> so that happens from time to time. I will tell you, it was it was difficult to sit there and watch that in the VIP box. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, like 
when you know I mean, at nobody least she was wearing nobody at least she was wearing team for grenada America. stuff at least she was wearing nope. team grenada stuff and you speak french yes, yes. <laughs> but nobody and i mean nobody was rooting for the united states in that box oh, man. Well, look, all, all I'm saying, man, if, if we starting off the global championships 2022 with no medals in the four by four, it might be a long ass year. I'm just saying. Know, we know that's not going to happen outdoors, right? We know. I that don't know anything. Shot. I don't no know anything. Shot. I, I no know shot. that we could have sent Arkansas or Florida's. We could have sent the University of Florida's broken four by four from the final without champion Allison. And did better than that. So there I were mean, 26 races, 26 four by fours in, in NCAA that ran faster than the world championship winner. 26 yes. different teams. Yes. Now I will say there was there is one one thing that does contribute to the race being a little, a little bit slower than it should have been. And that is the incomprehensible use of lane one and two. Oh yeah <laughs> sure i mean the, the right? europeans been doing that wrong forever I don't, I don't know. In, in my mind i'm like there's 12 teams it's just like nc's it's three heats of four wait what yeah yeah i, I got nothing for you there that's another dumb ass rule <laughs> yeah it's just why because yeah, I, I kept saying like even if even if the u.s gets in they're in lane one might as well not run anyway yeah. Right. Like even, even even if the men's team had made, if they had somehow survived the last two heats, they would have been in lane one. So wait, is it is it because they only they only recognize like the paid spots are one through six indoors, right? Yes. So is, is that it? One through six. So we're just going to use all six lanes. Is, is I that mean, it? maybe. Be, because they because they used all six lanes in the men's and the women's four hundred. Yeah, they always do that crap. It's it's wild. Uh, so I'm I, you know you make the four hundred final, you and one or two. Look, I, I'm gonna finish the race and get this check, but ain't no way one or two gonna do anything except finish fifth and sixth. So well, it's funny unless your name is Sean A. Miller because Sean A. Miller Revo had lane two in the prelim sure right <laughs> that's why i said unless your name because she ran like 51 47 or something like that from lane two and i was like that was way too easy so yeah so that's that's our wrap-up for, for the world. <laughs> in, in, indoor world indoor worlds was amazing uh go visit serbia not during a war um <laughs> when you can go outside and go enjoy yourself and not be concerned. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was amazing. Amazing. I mean, it, it makes you kind of wonder what happens at outdoor worlds. I, listen, I can tell you this much after this indoor world championship, I can't wait to see outdoor worlds. Oh, absolutely. Because look, indoor indoor worlds was off the chain, and I I promise you, we could spend a whole other show about people who weren't there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, six ninety six won the women's sixty, and we can name like ten people that we assume could run faster than that person. And and have, I mean, not in the in a sixty, but that right. you would never. No one's picking 
and I'm a huge fan. No one's picking Kambunji to win the 100 meters outdoors. <laughs> now, hell, maybe she can. She just ran 96. Now, maybe she did she beat can. one. Of, she did beat one of the Jamaicans. She absolutely, yeah. thoroughly, thoroughly beat her. So, yeah. hey, look, I'm just, anything can happen. I mean, on that, in that same breath, we're talking about Sharika Jackson running 704. That is like, that is akin to... It's a very serious problem out there. <laughs> that is akin to um, our, our friend in, in Claremont running 655 in the 60. Because I'm telling you, uh, yeah, we've all known the first half of her race has been lacking, but we know what comes after that. So I cannot wait to see what these athletes do outdoors. It'll be here before we know it, for sure, for sure. So, uh, well, that is the Indoor Worlds recap. And we did expect it to take a lengthy amount of time. So that is our show topics for the week. Um, so we are bringing back, as not because we haven't done it because we didn't want to, but shows have been inundated with a lot of other things. So, um, Rapid fire, the governor, have you stretched? Did you go to the training room this morning? <laughs> Did you take care of your body for I'm this? I'm ready. Ugh. All right. All right, you ready, sir? Mm-hmm. Got it. What book needs to be made into a movie? Oh, my. Um, Only one answer. <laughs> There's definitely more than one answer, Clyde. Yeah. Um, man, that, that's a tough one because a lot of my favorite books are movies now. Um, <laughs> man, you got me on that one. <laughs> All right, we'll move on on that one. You, you, who, what you got, Clyde? Right, yeah, Clyde, chime in. Survive in advance. Oh, I don't know if that could be a movie. That can't oh, be a movie. That's got to be NC-17 for sure. <laughs> Oh, it's you can't a show movie. that in the you can't show that in the theaters. You absolutely can. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Okay. You're gonna scar so many people. All anyway, right. Good good film does that. Oh my gosh. All I right. only saw Beloved once. Um, what was the last dessert that you ate? Ooh, we um that's an everyday thing. Um <laughs> Apple turnover. Mm, with ice cream, no ice cream. I can't eat ice cream. Oh, just kidding. Sorry. That's not good for me. He has the same stomach. He has the same stomach as Sir Lucius. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who, which country gave you a better kit as an athlete? Gave me a better kit. Oh, uh, USA. Um, <laughs> for sure. I mean, uh, I have some stories. Oh my goodness! Literally two, three <laughs> days before, uh, where's the mom and pop store? We got, we got to find something. Can we, can we get it embroidered? Can we figure something out? Oh my gosh! Been there, been there, done that. Oh wow. Okay, so within yourself, what is your personal weakest link? Uh, procrastination. Yeah. Procrastination. Um, uh, during your athletic career, what was your biggest leap of faith? 
Switzerland the United States. Ooh, I can see that. I can see that. The, I mean, by far, like everybody looking at me like, are you crazy? Like you're yeah. leaving a situation where you literally have to break a leg to not go to all these major championships and you're going to try and make the hardest team to make mm. on the planet? So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That I did it. You going? You going to Rice was pretty blind faithy as well, sir. <laughs> well, that, that's, no, but it was intended. There was a statement with that's it. That's for another. Yeah, that's for another day. That was Clyde level petty. <laughs> oh, um, you are not a coach. What is your profession? DJ. Love it. Um, when was the last time you demonstrated a skill at practice? Um, every single day. Ooh. That's a brave man right there. <laughs> every day. Right. I've now learned how to calm it down. I'm, <laughs> I'm not as demonstrative and no, I'm not leaving the ground. I'm not, you know, I mean, a lot of my peers have stories, you know, <laughs> so, a lot of your peers have one and a half Achilles. <laughs> Right. Hey, bro, don't, don't, don't show up at the convention on a scooter. <laughs> we have, think, we've, been known, Travis, we've been known to Travis blame is the latest folks. one. Travis is the latest one, I think. He got, oh, he really? Got, yeah. Oh. yeah wow, on. I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. How many stopwatches are in your backpack? One. Uh, my wife has the other eight. <laughs> That's funny. She's the one walking around with like looking like flavor flav <laughs> i just i just have one and yeah that's all one I and done mm-hmm. love it well we had to, you warmed up with rapid fire so you have survived my questions okay lamar and clyde questions from you two <clears throat> uh i'll give you a softball what 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 is the thing that you are most looking forward to from texas relay um, I want to see poise from my four by one. Um, right. we're going into the meet rank number three in the country, which means absolutely nothing. Uh, we're going to, we're going to dive into the deep end and I want to see how they react. Should be fine. What did they run last week? 39, 34. Oh. Hey. That's and then what TCU ran? I don't remember. 39. I think TCU ran 39.35. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, so. That's dope. That's an opener for you, sir. Off camera, I'll tell you what we opened it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he already probably knows where this question is coming from, but I'm just going to ask it because at the end of the day, I want to know. You can only have one. Do you get the world record in the long jump or do you get the world record in the hundred? Feels long like you've jump. asked him that before. No. Long jump. No. Long jump. It, it's good. By, by a mile. I don't even know why you ever sprinted. <laughs> that that is a that is a, again, I mean, when when I st- when I decide to write my memoirs. Um, I'm probably going to dig up some, some things, some major things. There are a lot of things that 
the general public doesn't know that what led to me actually sprinting in the first place. And it's, it's deeper than just athletics. It's much deeper than that. I, I just need the rest of the world to understand, like, the governor was afraid of his own speed and then decided to make the boogeyman bigger, badder, and meaner. Well, you, you hear it over and over and over and over again. And you, yeah, TCU, yeah, 39, 34. Yeah, we're time. both at 34. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, long, long story had to be there. <laughs> All right, well, um, back, to, back to the huge program. Uh, we'll wrap up with Harpy Props. Um, I think we can all give a blanket Harpy Props to Sir Lucius, who wasn't feeling well, so he did sign off early. So uh, hope you're feeling better, sir. Little sleep, some more stress coming will definitely make you feel better, always, right? So <laughs> see it at the relays tomorrow. But uh, Harpy Props. Uh, just making sure that people go recognized while we can and while they're here to receive them. So Clyde, go ahead and go first and Lamar, you can go after them. Uh, I wanted to go first because mine is not personal, but I, I have been enthralled with um, the confirmation hearings of who will soon to be our new Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, the woman's incredible and I, listen, I, I know a lot the of patience of Job, that's for sure. Look, look, oh. hey man, listen, let me tell you something. I I know that political processes are what they are, but for this woman to have to sit through three days of utter disrespectful, just made up nonsense, mm -hmm. and to sit there and, and take it with grace while also educating these clowns who are trying desperately to do what exactly you have absolutely nothing on this one. appeal to their base right like Dude. it's it's maddening and you know the the fact that that the world all knows that she cannot she dare not stand up and act like Kavanaugh did when people were asking him legitimate questions about real things that he did in the world, right? If he, if she showed one bit of anger, one bit of it's a wrap. Of that, it'd be a wrap. And the craziest thing is, the craziest thing is, she wouldn't. She wouldn't dare give them the satisfaction. And it's just, it's amazing to watch. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a political nerd, and I didn't know much about her mm -hmm. when this process started. I, I thought that some some of the other candidates would ultimately be the choice. I'm really, really impressed with her. Um, she is obviously the right choice. And I, I could not be prouder to, to know that she's going to be representing a whole lot of things um, on the court very, very soon. It's long overdue. And, and she's amazing, man. I just, it couldn't be me because them people are crazy. They'd ask me, what, they'd ask me one too many times about, about racist children's books and I'd have lost it. Right. Yeah, anyway. Um yeah. So I look, I it's funny. I am usually not a political person. Um but I I am wearing this Slovakia hat uh specifically for 
my heartbeat props. Um, we were thrust into a situation where uh, the, the young man that I work with is from Grenada and the country is very small and they couldn't send a physio with us. And uh, won't bore you with the story, but we ended up with this incredible young lady from Slovakia who was our de facto physio, his de facto physio for three days. And the conversations I had with her were mind blowing for all of us Americans who just don't really understand like in your face war. So let me just make it quick. She's from the mountains of Slovakia and she lives 47 kilometers from the Ukrainian border. Two days before she drove the nine hours and 45 minutes to the world championships, her and her brand new of two month old, two months husband took in relatives who had, who had fled from the Ukraine. They are Ukrainian. Um, one of whom was a five day old because part of the fleeing involved in a nine and a half month pregnant woman who gave birth in the stop before they got to them. So they literally took on a four people, one of whom is five days old. And she never had anything but a smile. She was, you know, incredibly engaging um, and, and enlightening about like, what the Ukrainian response to this like wake up and somebody wants to fight you kind of deal. Because let's be clear, like Tuesday, we're all good on Wednesday. You know, Putin has declared war against your country. What? Oh, okay. Got it. So we're fighting to the death now. Okay. Let me brush my teeth. Right. Cause that's literally how it happened. And, you know, for me, I'm going to say, look, my heartbeat props go to, not just the Ukrainian people, not even just the people who live in the countries that border the Ukraine and border Russia. And for all of my wonderful American people, get a globe, educate yourselves. There's a lot of countries that you probably know people or know athletes from that, that are literally borders to this spot, right? I mean, Serbia is two countries away. Um, but my heartbeat props actually also go out to the frontline Russian soldiers who have no choice, right? They live in a communist country. They get done. They do, they do what they're told to do. And let's be clear. As of three days ago, there were 12,000 dead Russian soldiers and more than 16,000 injured. 27% of the Russian forces have been killed or are injured. And the Ukrainians in a, I mean, I guess this is an incredible like stroke of genius in war, but also a stroke of humility and kindness. As they take on POWs, they are video recording them and then playing back the way they're being treated on YouTube and through other channels so that their family members in Russia mm -hmm. can see that they are not only alive, but are being treated humanely.
this is, you know, <clears throat> this is not what happens in war, right? Um, and so my, my heartbeat props go to, look, all, all those who are directly affected by, by the wars that are going on in those, in those border towns and border cities in, in the Ukraine, because at the end of the day, like, look, unlike the borders in the United States, every single border and every single capital in Europe has had bloodshed to get to where it is, right? Like, that's how the borders have been established in Europe. So, uh, you know, this is an awful time and I hope that it ends soon and with as little bloodshed as possible, but for sure my heartbeat props go out to all those who are being currently affected by, I mean, you can't call it anything other than Putin's war because that's what it is. Um, I mean, both of you uh, have taken what I wanted to say. <laughs> those two, those, I mean, those, those two stories, you know, as far as I'm concerned, are the two stories that are heavily on my mind. Um, and, you know, I, I, I just echo both of, you know, what you both said. Um, you know, I think about where Brittany Griner is in the middle of all of this. Um, as as a you know um, a member you know as a famous person you know as someone that is recognized worldwide to be caught up in the middle of all of this um, you know guilty not guilty I mean I mean they're they're going to um, you know exact their judgment on her um, you know but. Obviously, I pray for her safe release and, you know, that she can get home safely. Um, as far as, you know, I, I pray for Europe in general, you know, and, and the, the restraint that is being exercised right now, um, you know, knowing or knowing where the line is and towing that line, um, it has to be extremely difficult, you know, for, for the European Union, for NATO, uh, for the USA, you know, because I think, you know, we're dealing with someone that is, is cornered. We're, we're dealing with uh, someone that is is has been is slowly but surely being pushed into a corner, and it's I think it could get to a point where we don't know, you know, it, it, how unpredictable, you know, Putin is is, is going to be. So, um, I'm 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 just oh, in in general, I am I'm praying that this thing, you know, ends up. He's given an off ramp, whatever that is, that, you know, because there is what's coming is Cold War era widespread suffering in the country of Russia. That is coming. Okay. Yes. And, you know, we, we, we're focused on the war in Ukraine right now, and we're praying that that stops. Yeah. But what happens when 
the general public in you you in Russia is now suffering the entire population you know and and we don't know we don't know what what that looks like you know so in the it's world, coming yeah and in the world of uncertainty um you know you hope that cooler heads prevail and uh you know we can we can figure out some way to 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 keep both sides out of something major happening definitely um well my heartbeat props are much more lighthearted um <laughs> much more lighthearted. um a former athlete that i was blessed to work with this uh cole seward is actually getting married to his longtime girlfriend so the bride-to-be and the groom get married on saturday um gonna be at texas relay so love you all have fun gifts are at the door so go get them but um i hope you all have amazing day weekend and and a life beyond you this weekend because you two deserve it so um not that they're young love but they're young people and and they deserve all the happiness that they're going to experience together so coolio for the two of you but um with that that's a episode 101 crazy crazy so I know, right? Oh my gosh. So without further ado, we will bid you farewell for the evening. See you next week. Everyone travel safe. Have fun this weekend and uh, see you soon. Bye everyone. Triple, triple digits. When the lights come on, the road just get to running. When the lights come on, opponents smash the plumbing. Would you like your warm hot knife to butter? Truth pin them hard, knock them off that rebuttal. Tsunami, tidal wave to your puddle. Tough love, punch you in the arms, little brothers. Athletics double, I'll see if there's no others. Track and field's pace, and we'll peel to go further. Hey, Wiley, Coyote, it's Roadrunners. Feels like you know us, you've been with us the whole summer. If not for this quarantine, these four corners wouldn't be here, but we're here, so start learning. You gotta earn your stripes, gotta get your scars. Show you how to fight, but show us who you are. You lack experience, but still you wanna talk. And who is that you're talking to? Your circle's kinda small. Heads prevail when the backbone's strong. Gotta keep it coming, no, it won't last long. Pass or fail, then sell the sad song. And if you don't check yourself, then that's wrong. Just trying to give you the real that you asked for. So why you keep cutting us off to ask more? We put it in slow mode, but you fast forward. Athletics, devil, I'll see the task force.